Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. Petersburg 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Welcome to the following presentation from IMG, America's home for college sports, on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. And thanks for listening to University of Richmond Athletics. It's time to talk University of Richmond basketball. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center, 10466 Ridgefield Parkway in the West End. Tonight's show is brought to you by CarMax, Virginia Birth Father Registry, Glory Days Grill, and Lux Chevrolet. Be a part of the show. Call us at 521 8501. Send your tweet to at Spider Voice. Text us 804 638 9508 or send an email to Spider Sports Line at richmond.edu. Now, Matt Grace, short corner right, right down the lane to KO, who lays it up and in from the right side. Grace to KO. Another steal by Killier Pop. Off of the inbound, back to KO, and another layup by KO, who is KOing high point. He's got 15 points. Now, live, here's the voice of the Spiders, Bob Black, and head coach, Chris Mooney. This is the Spider Sports Line on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Tonight we come to you from Glory Days Grill here in the Clinton Eagle Shopping Center in Richmond's West End. You heard Bob Black moments ago on the highlights. Bob is here tonight but is uh, suffering a little bit from a case of laryngitis. So uh, he's kind of been shut down a little, but he is here this evening over in the corner. And we uh, there's Bob waving right now. Of course, all the radio folks can see that, right, Chris? As we uh, get set for tonight's show. So Robert Fish in here this evening with Spider Head Coach Chris Mooney. Welcome to Glory Days. Good to have you here after a couple of weeks out. We uh, are glad you came along today, and we appreciate you joining us here for the Spider Sports Line at Glory Days Grill. And it's been a couple of weeks since we had a chance to visit with you in this venue, so for Richmond, a, a few games on the road and a few games at home. And, Chris, as you uh, most recently had that game against Dayton, obviously, uh, the loss on Sunday, a difficult one, but uh, some good results in the games that you had uh, leading up to that in the time that uh, we last visited here in this venue. So some uh, good and some uh, not so good, perhaps, as you uh, move forward now into Wednesday's game. Yeah, exactly. Well, happy New Year to everybody that's here and, and on the radio, and uh, we'll be listing Bob on the – IR as we as we put it out day to day, um, so yeah you know um, when we came back from when we came back from Christmas we had uh, we went down to Mobile and played down at South Alabama uh, and really played I mean exceptionally well offensively and moved the ball very nicely scored a lot of points uh, very fluid game for us and and handled you know everything that South Alabama threw in terms of pressure and man to man defense and all those kinds of things so. Uh, so that that was really good, and then you know yesterday was, you know we had a, a long week of preparation. Um, you know Dayton last year when they played us uh, here at in the Robin Center was a very good game. I think it was eighty seven eighty two final something like that, and you know right from the jump ball they played zone and played zone the whole game um, last year, and so we had a very good idea that we would see a lot of zone. Now it's a little bit different in terms of who's on the court for both teams and being away. Um, and you know we just we just never were able to find any kind of uh, rhythm, mo- mostly because you know we we, we we you know we missed a lot of shots. Um, I thought we defended and scrapped and and uh, you know hung in there in the first half, uh, but still had had opportunities. You know when you when you play a zone, you know one, one thing that that did hurt us was Nate Ko uh, getting getting two fouls and only a few minutes in the first half. Uh, you know he's obviously you know with with who we are. At this point, he's a very important player, and against a zone, he's that much more important because uh, he's a guy who can get us some two-point baskets and very active inside the zone, and uh, you know, get us what what they call paint touches or you know, the ball inside. Um, and that that was that was a hindrance for us. And then, uh, but we thought, you know, we thought if it, we had some ideas of of where we could get shots and what the shots would look like and what the ball movement would look like, and I uh, feel like we had those. You know, feel like we we had some of those and. You know, um, you don't 
you don't have to shoot or score three-point shots against the zone, uh, but but it is going to be the natural result of of your offense many times. And um, you know, when when you when you miss a few, I feel like you get a little bit you're a little bit tentative on the next one or a little bit stiff and not quite as ready. And and uh, uh, we you know we didn't handle that well. And then they're they're such a good offensive team. They they were able to find a really good rhythm in the second half and. Um, we tried to do some things to take that away, try to double-team their big guys, and uh, had, had to some effectiveness, but not nearly enough, and certainly not nearly enough because we had those two big scoring droughts in each half. And, uh, you know, that's, that's just going to be too hard to overcome um, <clears throat> against a really good team. Yeah, and that's uh, – and listening to that and seeing that you shot, uh, I think it was uh, 38 threes, and just didn't convert as many of them as you would like. But when you face a zone defense, sometimes if you can shoot and make those shots, you can get them out of that zone right. defense. That's one thing that seems to pop into mind almost. Yeah, yeah exactly. I mean, real, you know, good things happen if you make it. Number one, you know, if, if we if we had made a few more, um, if we had made a few more, there there's a chance they get out of the out of the zone. Uh, and number two. Um, they react differently because now you've made them, and mm-hmm. so even if if they stay in it, they're, you know, they're trying to close out or trying to cover up or trying to do things uh, to to stop you from making the next shot. And so then, uh, rather than be comfortable, they're uncomfortable and scrambling, um, and 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 you're the one that that's comfortable and ready to go. And uh, so unfortunately, though, that 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 wasn't the case. And. You know, we're sitting there, at, uh, you know, with some with some really good opportunities and even shots around the basket. You know, you just you, you, you need to convert them because, you know, Dayton is going to is going to score. And so um, we just weren't able to, um, you know, just not just not enough and, and not timely enough, especially during the course of the of the droughts. All right, I want to get to Ivan in a moment, and he's holding at uh, 521-8501. Also, you can email us at spidersportsline at richmond.edu, and Carolina Spider has emailed us earlier with a question about, you know, what we've been talking about with your offense against the zone and trying to get some rhythm against that zone defense. And you know, he, he wants to know that, you know, how do you attack a zone and how do you work on it in practice knowing you might see some zone defense in the future perhaps yeah so i would say that um you know uh, uh we you know we again we practiced it we practiced it all week and right. we had a couple of you know it's a couple of days where we did uh two sessions or workouts in the morning practice in the afternoon and uh you know we did a lot of different things we we, we played a lot of um the against a three three zone so having six defenders on the court uh, looking for those holes, looking for those opportunities. Uh, you know, we have uh, games where we play where the teams just play zone, with, you know, um, splitting up the teams. Uh, and, and to be honest with you, as, as I go back and, you know, it, you know, in basketball, it, it makes a world of difference if the shot goes in or not. And, and so it, if you have a, a really nice possession where the ball moves around, the shot goes in, it looks, it looks perfect. If you have a really nice possession, the shot doesn't go in, it, 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 it leaves questions. And, um, you know, I, I would say that, uh, you know, we, we you know, they're, they're long and athletic and they try to keep the ball away from Grant. That would be my biggest criticism is we didn't get the ball into Grant enough, you know, and I think some of our guys need more and more practice at, and, and having comfort and confidence in throwing the ball inside against the zone. You know, when you see those hands and you see that length, you kind of maybe take a cautious approach or a conservative approach and throw it back out to the top. We need to throw the ball in there more. Grant, you know, to be honest, had a lot of, like, nice, you know, where he got the ball in, found other guys, a cutter or a guy back out on the perimeter. And, um, you know, no doubt we, 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 we did, you know, generally we, we shoot a really high percentage from two, and uh, we didn't shoot a high percentage from, from either spot or any spot on the court yesterday. And one more from Carolina Spider, which kind of goes to the other side. Uh, Dayton was able to get the ball inside a little bit, and and that makes things difficult when they can score in close. And what kind of things can you, you know, do and try to prevent? You know, you put pressure on the basketball, obviously on the perimeter, but it, it has to start somewhere in there, I guess. Yeah, I mean, I I, I do think that um, you know what we did in the second half is we started to double team uh, Cunningham, um, and uh, and and just trying to get the ball out of his hands, and we had we had uh, you know on on. Over the course of three possessions, we, we caught, had two steals, uh, one by uh, Gilly and one by Woj. Um, 
you know, but but he was he was far too comfortable from from the beginning of the game, and uh, you know Nate's Nate's foul trouble certainly certainly hurt us in there. He, he's you know if he's not our best defender, he's certainly one of our best and the best interior, uh, and so that 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 made it that made it difficult. And then and then you know when you have to double team, then you're 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 softening yourself up somewhere else, and so uh, when you're forced into that position. Uh, much like you talked about, if you can shoot the team out of the zone, you're forced into that position. Uh, you're you're now scrambling and 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 underside on the other side. So, you know, our interior defense was was not nearly good enough, and 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 really needs to improve. And you know, Nate really can't be in foul trouble. I mean, that's that's something that's so crucial and critical to us. All right, let's go to the phones at five two one eight five zero one. Ivan's been holding to. Talk to Spider head coach Chris Mooney. Good evening, Ivan. You're on the uh, Spider Sports Line here at Glory Days Grill tonight. Hey, Robert. Hey, Coach. I hope Bob feels better. <clears throat> I also want to say I'm concerned about Go Gary passing away over the holidays. He was a he was yeah, a, he was a, a point, very uh, and good uh, uh, listener. I mean, good call in. He will certainly be missed. He will certainly be missed. Absolutely. Definitely. Thank you. Yeah, I think Bob's feeling okay. He just can't talk. Well. I know how that feels. Anyway, I, I still, that was a hard game last night, but I really think your team, even though you lost, I still think your team came out and uh, gave a great performance last night. It did everything it could. It's just that you ran up against a, like a brick wall in Dayton. And Dayton is very hard to defeat at their own home court. Yeah, they definitely are, are good, and, and the, you know they have a great home court advantage, and uh, certainly a great place to play a college game, and uh, I, I do think that um, you know, sh- you know, struggling early, even though uh, I think the score was maybe 16-12 for a long time, a, a few minutes where they didn't score and we didn't score, uh, but struggling to to, to convert, uh, you know, both shots in the paint and and from the perimeter early, that really that really um, you know was was a tough thing for 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 guys who are young and and on the road in a tough environment. I uh, I do think that. Uh, played to our disadvantage and and of course that's that's on us and we need to start the game better and do better at the beginning but i i think that had we had we been able to do that i think it would have given us a little bit of confidence which was what we could really use in, in a tough environment against a very good team yeah well, what can you tell us about rhode island if you're going to play wednesday i know you have a short turnaround for this game but um what can you tell us about rhode island and i have one more question i'd like to get in real quick do you think that a ten should be divided into two divisions, like a east and west division, or north and south division. So first, uh, yeah, Rhode Island is very aggressive. Um, you know, they have played uh, very good uh, uh, team defense. Really, really aggressive. Really try to jam the ball inside. Uh, they played a game with St. Louis, who's another extremely aggressive and physical team. Yesterday, uh, that was really like a like a throwback game, just super physical teams trying to score, uh, you know, really, really physical in the paint area. So uh, obviously they've had a, a, a great run here, and, and, and they're a very good team and uh, and, a, and an important game for us to, to play well. Uh, and as far as the divisions, Ivan, you know, they, they did that, I don't know if they did that two years or one year when we were when Richmond was first in the conference. Um, I think the very first year Richmond was in the conference and Coach Beeline was here. I think there were divisions, uh, and then I, I think it was more than one year they had that. Um, and there, there has been talk about it over the course of time, uh, but it has not, it has not picked up any steam. And uh, I, I think if it was ten teams, I think they'd be more likely to have divisions because it would uh, designate who you play every year, uh, you know. But if with with fourteen, I don't know if you could do it where it comes out. You know, you'd play six teams twice that'd be 12 and then the other seven teams would be 19 i think that'd be a little off balance so uh, i'm not sure if, if that'll ever come back I, I think it's probably not a bit you know bob and i've talked about this all the time 14 teams is just just too many teams anyway in, in one conference you know and uh we, we played umass last year in march and it was the first time we saw them it's just it's just very different and, uh but i don't i don't think they'll go back to divisions even though it, it does get discussed every once in a while Okay, Coach, good luck in your game this Wednesday night. Thanks, Ivan. Ivan, thanks. We are going to uh, take a break here, and when we do, we'll come back and bring our player guests up today. Jake Wojcik is here along with Sal Caressi as well. So we'll uh, take a time out, bring Chris back in just a little bit. We'll also check in on our uh, text line in a little bit as too. So uh, let's do that. 
After we take this time out, we're at Glory Days Grill here with the Spider Sports Line. Come on out and join us here this evening. And back in just a moment here on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN Richmond. Buy the all-new 2019 Silverado truck at Luck. Chevy has spent the last 100 years making the most dependable, longest-lasting pickups on the road, and Luck Chevrolet has sold them that long. Whether it's refined comfort of high country, the aggressive capability of trail boss, or the functionality of work truck, the next-generation Silverado offers the right tool for every job. Call Luck Chevrolet in Ashland at 804-798-9261 or online at luckchevrolet.com and get your new truck from Luck. Luck Chevrolet in Ashland. Do you depend on the speed of your computer, copier, or printer to get jobs done? What if there were a way to streamline your processes while saving time and money? Stone's Office Equipment is Richmond's document authority for print, copy, fax, scan, mailing, and shred. And Stone's will develop a plan that's right for you. As the official copier provider for Richmond Spider Football and mailing equipment provider of the Richmond Flying Squirrels, Stone's Office Equipment is a partner you can count on. Contact Stone's Office Equipment, where service is carved in stone. Call 288-9000 or visit stonesoffice.com. After a Record-breaking year at Diamonds Direct. We just want to say thank you for your support, your confidence, your trust. It's never something we take for granted, and we pledge to work even harder in the new year to exceed your expectations. And for 2019 at Diamonds Direct, we're expanding our selection once again with an even larger inventory of hand-picked diamonds. These are precious 100% natural stones created literally billions of years ago deep in the center of the earth. Real rare diamonds with lasting and proven value offered at the guaranteed best price in a America. Plus, we've expanded our selection of -of one-of-a-kind designer jewelry, the latest fashion-forward pieces you won't find anywhere else. If you're getting engaged or celebrating a special anniversary this year, come let us share our passion for diamonds. Let us show you how to identify real value, and let us help you make the most of this remarkable moment in your life. Diamonds Direct, offering the unique blend of uncompromising luxury and unbeatable value. Come discover the remarkable combination for yourself. Get details, directions, and store hours at DiamondsDirect.com. Buzz here from Buzz and Ned's Real Barbecue, inviting you to follow us on Facebook and Twitter for the latest specials and live music calendar. Thanks for making us Richmond's number one choice for sports talk and play-by-play around the clock. We're 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. The timeout's over. Time to talk more Richmond basketball. This is the Spider Sports Line with Coach Chris Mooney from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center and live on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. This is the Spider IMG Sports Network. Golden and Gilliard. Gilliard has the ball in front of the Spider bench. Lob pass inside, low post to Golden. Spins, lays it up off the glass with his back to the rim and puts it home. Patented spin on that baseline, Bob. That was a nice move by Golden. Patience. Here's Golden with a block shot of Ajayi, and Golden comes up with it. His 12th block of the year. Back to offense. Come the clicking spiders. Click three more. Jacob Gilliard with a three from the left wing. Richmond's on a 10-0 run, and it forces a South Alabama timeout. That's one of the games from the last time that we visited here. A victory over South Alabama, 91-82, along with a win over High Point, 74-59. And uh, Sunday's game is uh, the one that's most recent here as we come back to Glory Days Grill with the Spider Sports Line. Bob Black on the sidelines tonight, but is here visiting with us. He is... uh, out for a couple of days, hopes to be back for Wednesday's TV contest as he'll be there for that game with Rhode Island. And we'll hope to get him uh, back to uh, speaking at some point in the uh, next, I don't know, a couple of days or so, hopefully. It's, you know, it's kind of interesting to be able to talk to Bob and have him not talk back sometimes. That's, that's, uh, that's an interesting point. So Robert Fish here with Spider Coach Chris Mooney. And our two player guests have joined us tonight. Jake Wojcik is here and Sal Caressi. Gentlemen, welcome. Good to have you with us tonight. Thank Thanks you, for having thank us. How are, uh, how are things going early on in your careers now as we're a few games in? Obviously, we're into the new year, and you're kind of settling in a little bit here. I say pretty well. Um, <laughs> still getting used to things. Um, still stuff that, that we have to figure out, but so far so good, I say. And, uh, Jake, what about you? What, what are your impressions so far? Impressions, everything's going well. I mean, practice is going well. Um yeah, pretty much everything is going well. School too, so yeah. You're from a basketball family, obviously. Your your dad and uncle were both coaches, and your uncle played at Navy. And uh, 
how much of that has helped you maybe kind of get adjusted quickly? You're also, I think, the youngest player on the roster, but you wouldn't know that when we watch you out on the court. So what has been that experience, has it been able to help you in making your adjustment? Yeah, of course. I mean, picking stuff from my dad and my uncle has always been a great thing, and it's really helped me with my basketball IQ. So, I mean, I think overall, yeah, it's helped me a lot. And for Sal, your background, a little bit different than Jake's, obviously. You talked about making that adjustment. What's been key for you to help you out as far as, you know, just going through the different things on offense and defense and even just the, the life of college basketball, too? Uh, a, lot, a lot has come from coaches and, and players on the court helping me out when I make a mistake, um, letting me know what's right from wrong. So I like to um, pick a lot from those guys and let them teach me the ways. It's interesting to see how both of you all arrive here. Uh, two different stories. Sal, you came from Harlem up in New York. You had a lot of offers from uh, other places like Minnesota and, and Seton Hall and places like that. What led you to choose the University of Richmond? Uh, for me, I was I was um, I really wanted a place where I could get the best of both worlds, meaning academics and basketball. Um, and I didn't see a much better place. And, Jake, you're obviously had started to head to Siena. They make a coaching change. So that's a big effect on you, obviously, in, in whether you want to stay or not. And then what led you to, to choose Richmond and, and come here to play for the Spiders? Well, after all that uh, happened and I decommitted or everything, uh, Coach Jenkins reached out to me, and uh, we really clicked from there and talked to Coach Mooney and all the coaching staff. And it just really clicked from, from there. And as Sal said, I wanted – academics and basketball and there's no better school really in the country other than richmond and of course your, your uncle played at navy with david robinson and he had some familiarity with richmond obviously did he give you any tidbits along those lines as well or it's a long time ago certainly but yeah he talked to me a little bit about it <laughs> <laughs> chris you're you've had these two guys now for obviously the start of the season uh, what are your thoughts when it when it comes to both of these two and and how they've been developing. And I know it's a tough transition, but they've done a pretty good job so far, it seems. They really have. You know, it, uh, it's a really difficult transition for any student to go from high school to college, and then you throw on top of that uh, the, 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 time, you know, the time commitment and the physical and mental commitment you make to college basketball, especially at this level. And, you know, these guys are both very mature, uh, you know, and actually, the whole freshman class is 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 one of the more mature freshman classes that we've had. And um, you know, Sal talked about learning from other guys. He's just a very naturally curious person. Really, really has a great uh, demeanor and a great way about him. Um, uh, you know, he's he's coachable. He wants to soak up information and learn. And uh, I think he has a chance to be a really good player. You know, he's a great sense for the game. Uh, he's a you know a great dribbler. He's very skilled. And I think as he learns more and more how to exploit his strengths and things like that, I think he'll, I think he has a chance to be a really good player. And uh, Woj has been, you know, he's been terrific. I mean, there there aren't many freshmen who have as much responsibility on them as as he does. And uh, to play that many minutes as a freshman, and you know, our guards, we ask them to do a lot. We ask them to <clears throat> handle the ball and and read defenses and make quick decisions and shoot all all those kinds of things. And uh, I think he's really done, you know, exceptionally well and has han has handled the responsibility that he's had really, really well. And, uh, you know, more importantly, I think these guys have a chance to really be great players. And I think we, I was talking to Bob before. I, I feel like our junior class, which is now the junior class, that Nick Sherrod kind of unfortunately joins. Uh, but with Blake Francis and Nick and Nate and Grant and uh, Jacob, I, I think that's the best class Richmond's ever had. And I, I think – the class right here with with these guys and Andre and Matt is is a really terrific class as well. So uh, I think th these guys will have have a chance to have really special careers. Jake, you're averaging about 31 minutes a game, and I believe also that you've started every game as well. Um, how has that gone as far as getting used to getting that many minutes? I'm sure you're used to playing a lot, obviously, but now you're in the college game and getting that many minutes on the floor and and making them productive as well. Yeah, you know, it's it's great getting having that opportunity. I mean, at most schools, you wouldn't really have that opportunity. But here, I have that opportunity, and, I mean, it's been a great experience so far. And, Sal, you're working on getting more minutes as games progress. And the one thing 
you're nine of 17 from the floor, so that's almost 53% shooting. Uh, is that something that you're normally used to being able to do? And, and is that a strength in your game and getting good shots in close to the rim? Or how would you categorize that? Um, yeah, um, just taking the shots within the offenses, um, letting, letting the game come to me, really. Um, so... I guess, yeah. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah, coach is right here, so we have to make sure that you're not uh, – but how about the defensive side for both of you guys? Because a lot of times we'll – you know, we see it with guys coming in, they can still play good offense. But defensively, what's the adjustment like coming in from high school and getting into college? And not necessarily if it's one system or another, just playing defense at all. And, and either one of you guys – you can go first to decide whoever wants to do that one. So yeah, I'll take. <laughs> um, for me, coming in, it was tough. Um, I had I was guarding Nate most of the time, and it was it was hard for me at first. But I think I I've really came a long way. Like I said, like with coaches helping me and and players telling me like to look at strengths and stuff like that. So I think I've come a long way with defense. Jake, what are you what are your defensive thoughts at this? Point? Yeah, well, over the summer I had to guard. Gilliard, so Jacob. So I mean, that made me better, and I feel like that was the the main thing that I had to focus on coming in was that whole jump from uh, high school defense to college defense, and it's 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 a big jump. So I mean, I feel like with all the coaches helping and um, and the players helping us on on the court as well is is is, is a great thing. You had 22 against High Point the other night. What was uh, what was the key for you in that game to be able to? to get to 22 and, and have the, the shots that you took and, and be able to have a, a big game there with eight rebounds, too. Yeah, you know, I mean, just playing within the offense and uh, letting the game come to me was a really big, big key, and that's what I try to do every game. Um, so, yeah, the shots were falling, and uh, my teammates were finding me, so that's what happened. And when you look at, at your production so far, I think uh, 30 of your 37 baskets are from the three-point area. Uh, when you consider their opportunities presented on the perimeter, what do you think you would be able to improve upon maybe to get other shots in, in the offense as well, maybe closer to the basket or other things along those lines to build upon your three-point shooting? Yeah, well, we've been the coaches and I have been working on like the one dribble pull-up sort of, So and kind of mixing that into my game is also the, the floater as well. And, and along that becomes more confidence and driving to the lane, getting into the lane, finishing as well. And, yeah, so that's basically what I've been working on as well. Sounds good. All right, we're going to continue with these two guys for another segment or two here, but let's take a short break here as we step aside for a moment. We've got Jake Wojcik, Sal Caressi, and Chris Mooney's here with us on the Spider Sports Line. Bob Black is over at the table, is here today just uh, a little bit under the weather, but uh, he'll be feeling better hopefully by Wednesday, and we'll get Bob back in action here pretty soon. We'll take a timeout for now and continue with more in a moment here on the Spider Sports Line from Glory Days Grill right here on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN Richmond. Do you suspect that a woman could be pregnant with your child right now? If you aren't married to the child's mother, your rights as a father could be at risk. By registering with the Virginia Birth Father Registry before or within 10 days of your child's birth, you can help prevent your future child from being placed into foster care or for adoption without your knowledge. You can also explore options to co-parent or assume sole custody. Don't miss your chance to be a dad. For more information, visit www.vabirthfatherregistry.com. You know their names. You know their uniform numbers. You probably even know their stats. Now get to know them. Richmond student-athletes tell their remarkable stories in their own words. It's Spider Voices. Check it out at spidervoices.com and on Spider's social media. After a record-breaking year at Diamonds Direct, we just want to say thank you for your support, your confidence, your trust. It's never something we take for granted, and we pledge to work even harder in the new year to exceed your expectations. And for 2019 at Diamonds Direct, we're expanding our selection once again with an even larger inventory of hand-picked diamonds. These are precious 100% natural stones created literally billions of years ago deep in the center of the earth. Real rare diamonds with lasting and proven value offered at the guaranteed best 
price in America. Plus, we've expanded our selection of -of one-of-a-kind designer jewelry, the latest fashion-forward pieces you won't find anywhere else. If you're getting engaged or celebrating a special anniversary this year, come let us share our passion for diamonds. Let us show you how to identify real value, and let us help you make the most of this remarkable moment in your life. Diamonds Direct, offering the unique blend of uncompromising luxury and unbeatable value. Come discover the remarkable combination for yourself. Get details, directions, and store hours at DiamondsDirect.com. The original Mattress Factory's mission is simple. We hand-build quality mattresses in our local factories. We sell those mattresses directly to our customers so we can eliminate the middleman, saving you hundreds of dollars compared to mainstream brands. While the other guys have their gimmicks, the original Mattress Factory has a straightforward approach and is committed to quality and doing what's best for our customers. It's what we've done for almost 30 years. Go to OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Great beds, no bull. That is the original Mattress Factory difference. Quality products plus factory direct prices equals great value. Mattresses that are designed with better materials. Mattresses that are hand-built in local factories. Mattresses that cost hundreds less than the mainstream mattress brands. Now I know what you're thinking. This all sounds too good to be true, right? Well, it isn't. Stop by one of our factory locations or visit us at OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. The Original Mattress Factory. Thoughtfully made, honestly priced. We're the only station giving you five hours of local sports talk every weekday. You guys are the best station in town. Join in on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN. Let's get back to Glory Days Grill and the Glen Eagle Shopping Center for more of the Spider Sports Line. Once again, here's Bob Black with Coach Chris Mooney, live on 99.5 and 102.7 ESPN and the Spider IMG Sports Network. Coach Mooney calls the play from the Spider sideline. Gilliard spins right to Wojcik, wide open three, nothing but the bottom of that. Jake Wojcik in double figures, 11 first half points. That was a call play for Jake Wojcik, Bob. A screen down on the baseline for him to pop out on that wing, hit that three. Third double-figure game of his young career. Wojcik four for six on the field with three three three-pointers. And you heard Bob there just a moment ago on the call from uh, recent games. And unfortunately, Bob's uh, voiceless tonight. Well, he has a voice. It's just a little bit on the rough side so far. So he is getting a a little bit of time on the – I like to call it the DL, Chris, instead of IR. Because if you're on IR – you're usually out for the rest of the season. Gotcha. So we don't, you know, we don't want that. No. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's where Bobby's right over here in the corner. He is with us tonight. Matt Josephs in studio, keeping us going. Mitchell Bradley's here too, on site at Glory Days Grill for the Spider Sports Line. We continue with Sal Caressi and Jake Wojcik, our player guests here tonight. And Chris, I guess before we go any farther with them, uh, you know, you've got two impressive individuals here who are on the. The court a lot for you. We see them on the court. You see them a lot off the court and in traveling and, and a lot of contact with them. And uh, you know, how would you how would you characterize these two off the court and, and the way they kind of carry themselves at least early on in their college career? Yeah. Well, Sal is ex- I mean extremely impressive. No offense, Woj. I, 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 <laughs> Sal is extremely impressive. Really, really, uh, really bright, curious. Uh, has a great way about him. You know, uh, he he's from New York. But um, he doesn't have, you know, he's not always trying to get something over on you, you know. Uh, and, and he has really all these great qualities of being from New York, uh, but he's missing some of the other ones that, that uh, can, you know, can irritate people. So he, he really is impressive and uh, has made a great, um, you know, has made a really positive impression on everybody that he's made. Uh, you know, we loved him on, on his recruiting trip, and his dad is a really interesting Really, really interesting guy who loved Richmond right away, uh, so we really appreciated that. Uh, and then Woj is, uh, you know, he's been around so much basketball, uh, which you can tell, and uh, he really carries himself like a basketball player. He talks like a basketball player, um, and uh, he's a little bit too quiet. You know, we want him to try to talk a little bit more and speak up, um, you know, as you can see tonight. Uh, but but he is, uh, you know, he's, he's, you know, he's been around so much basketball, and I, I – you know, I get the feeling his dad's pretty in basketball, uh, <laughs> and uh, but you know, great, great family. He even has some Bob. He even has some family from the Philadelphia area, which is which is really uh, a huge benefit for him. And uh, but no, these guys are are really really good. The, the freshman class is uh, maybe a little bit quiet as a whole, 
but very impressive. Uh, really, really impressive in terms of coachability and, you know, being in the gym, wanting to play, getting along, understanding everything. Really, really impressive. You mentioned Jake being quiet. You watch him on the court. I mean, he doesn't. Oh, he, that's, doesn't, he doesn't, doesn't say, say a whole on the court. lot. No, no, <laughs> not, nothing on the court. Abs a mute on the court for sure. <laughs> Is that good or bad, Jake, when you're quiet on the court? Uh, that's bad. That's something to work on, man. <laughs> something we got to work on. I heard uh, Sal and Bob talking during the break. And Bob's not supposed to be talking, by the way, but he was up here talking anyway. Uh, about You have a, a sister at Villanova. Is that right? Is that what I heard? And you got to go home for the holiday, obviously, and you went by and saw her, and, and she's been – around that Villanova program a little bit. Yeah, we, we, we stopped by and went to go pick her up. So, so you, had, you had the opportunity to visit with family at least a little bit over the break, so that's a good thing, right? Exactly. Jake, did you get that uh, during the break? Did you get a chance to – what were your plans then? My plans were to go to Wheeling, West Virginia, and hang out with my family. <laughs> Those were my plans. Is that what yeah, – so they, everybody was in Wheeling at that point? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't get to go back home to California. Very good. That's kind of hard, I guess, for the short amount of time that uh, – you'd have to be able to get away for that break yeah, at that yeah, point. Yeah. So, and, and how do they manage that time, Chris? I mean, you've got a couple of days where you play a game. Fortunately, I guess you were in D.C., and then you were able to, to break out from there, which makes it a little bit easier probably for travel plans at that point. Right. You know, this year we, had, we played on the 22nd and 29th, and that's actually a, a decent break for a college basketball team. I mean, we've had uh, years where we've had to come back on Christmas and – uh, we even had a year where we played on the 26th up at Seton Hall, um, so that that that's actually a pretty good a pretty good break. And um, you know, Steve Thomas on our staff does a great job, really helping to organize the travel for for our guys. And it did make it easier being in D.C. because guys, you know, if they were driving, could could just drive. And, uh, and then there were three airports there, so everybody was able to get out um, and have at least you know three three and a half days with their family and. We try to give them as much time as we possibly can uh, because, uh, you know, we, we know how much time they commit to us uh, year-round. Um, you know, but unfortunately, th th those are great times to play games and you're not missing class and you can be back on campus. So uh, we try to manage it as best we can, but really keeping an eye on giving them as much time with their family as possible. 638-9508 is a text line, 521-8501 if you want to get on and have a question or you can email the Spider Sports line at richmond.edu and Bob will monitor that and let us know if anything comes up so we can pass it along. Now, Sal, I'm reading a, a story that was done on you here by uh, John O'Connor locally, and uh, you spent a lot of time on the playground, it seemed like, developing your game in, uh, in Harlem and in New York and getting out from morning to night and having a lot of time out there. How much did that help you develop your game to this point? Because, as you said, it, there's no you're 6'9", but you're not posting up a whole lot out there on the playground, are you? Right. Uh, uh, I'd say it helped out a, a lot. Um, I I always, like, went downstairs, right? It was a basketball court right on my street. So I went down with my brothers and my friends around the neighborhood, and we all played basketball. It was a great time. And as you guys know, like, in the park, there's no, like, posting up. is everybody getting the ball, trying to cross the next guy <laughs> over and trying to make highlights. So... I guess it helped a lot. <laughs> any any uh, good arguments over foul calls? Or oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. <laughs> definitely. He's like the commercial where the guy <laughs> says it's a block, that's a foul, and then they, <laughs> then they just, nope, they go home. Right? So they, Shoot for it. Well, that's, uh, that can certainly help when you, when you develop into, uh, you know, into the college game because you're seeing guys that have some ability on those courts that, that can certainly help you develop as you, as you get your game moving along too. Yeah, Sal, Sal is really a tremendous ball handler and dribbler. He really loves it. I mean, he loves to dribble, uh, as most guys from New York do. Uh, but he's very, very good at it, and I think it's going to be uh, – I think it's it's such a, a huge strength for him and something that will really serve him well throughout his whole career. Uh, one, one thing that comes with that, being such a good ball handler and dribbler, is he's very calm when he plays. And most young players, that's something that they have to get to. Uh, but Sal is very calm when he plays, and – Gives him a chance to make decisions, uh, keep the ball for an extra second because he is very good at dribbling. And uh, you can definitely see some of that playground basketball in there and the, the really positive aspects of it uh, because he's so comfortable dribbling the ball at his size. Jake, I know that uh, you know you get on the floor, you've got Jake Gilliard out there, sometimes you know Andre's out there, and, and that makes for a pretty solid defensive bunch with 
being able to get your hands in the passing lanes and, and steals. Do you guys feel like when you're on the floor as a group that you're really good defensively in, in some instances, being able to anticipate passes and come up with steals? And it kind of sets up a pretty good uh, rotation for you guys when you're in there defensively. Yeah, I mean, Jacob's great. Always getting hands on balls and all that stuff. So, I mean, um, yeah, I think that's that's just uh, a good strength that we have as a team as well. I mean, is there a, a kind of a, a communication, nonverbal between you guys where you know what's going on? Is, do you see that on the court sometimes where you can just kind of look at each other and know something's going to happen or I'm going to get a steal or he's going to get a steal or somebody's going to come up with a loose ball at some point? Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> it looks well, it that it be, looks that way at yeah, times, just, and, and as you said, it has to be Chris. It has I mean, to be nonverbal. <laughs> if Jake's involved, it has to be nonverbal for sure. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's move to a couple other things here now. As we finish up with uh, on the court, let's talk about just the academic side a little bit because that's an adjustment too for you guys <laughs> as you move in uh, to the first. You've got through exams and got through all that and moved through the break. So, uh, Sal, what was the toughest part of at least? You know, you've done academics before, obviously, but when you get here, what's the toughest adjustment for you off the court in the academic side of things, just trying to do a lot of different uh, things with, with that edge of it? I think, I think it's a lot different because it's a lot, of, it's a lot more like free-flowing than high school. In high school, you're, you're going to every class every day. Um, you, you have teachers always helping you and pushing you. Um, here is a lot more um, on your own. We... We're lucky to have um, Courtney. She's our academic advisor. She helps us a lot. Um, But, yeah, that's the biggest change for me. Jake, what about on your side as you work your way through the academics and the trials and tribulations there with all the the studying and and everything? Yeah, I just think it's a a big jump from high school to college and balancing, uh, going to practice, um, going to classes, doing your homework, all that stuff combined, I think that was the biggest jump for me. And time management has been the big thing for me. Yeah, that's, that's going to be the other thing that I was going to bring up, Chris, is time management because, you, as he said, you got to do this, you got to study. Uh, Sal said you got this stu- subject, you got that subject. And everybody wants something different from your academic side. And then you have to budget the time to be able to find time to lock yourself away and, and, and get your work done when you're not on the court or somewhere else. Definitely, uh, you know. I've said many times uh, on, on the on this show. You know, you'd you'd be shocked how much time demands uh, we and basketball put on these guys. You know, and uh, you know, even during the break, you know, we're extra lifts, extra shooting, um, meeting time, film time. They're meeting and and dis- you know choosing their courses, and then when you get into you know the second semester, now we'll be traveling during the course and. You know, missing a class here or a class there and making sure we get that makeup work done and stay on top of your papers. And it's really, it's a lot, you know. And uh, we'll, I always say these guys really earn their degree from the University of Richmond. And, you know, it's incredibly valuable and a, and a uh, terrific thing to get. But they really earn it because they're, they're a, there is a lot put on their time and, and a lot put on the in, in terms of their energy. They, they have to, uh, they really have to commit to, to working very hard. All right, for Jake now, uh, going back a little bit to, to Sunday's game, and I think uh, after the game, uh, Greg Beckwith, who does the, the radio and the TV uh, analysis for us, had asked uh, Jake Gilliard, you know, how do you stay positive when your shots don't fall? So as a shooter, with a shooter's mentality, you know you got to keep putting them up, but how do you stay positive when those shots maybe aren't going in? Uh, well, that comes with uh, coaches and uh, teammates as well, giving me confidence to keep shooting that. Uh, the ball um, so I mean the only really thing you can do is keep shooting so that's what I'm going to keep doing and that's what our team is going to keep doing is keep shooting the ball and with that in mind coming back from uh, Sunday's game you, you moving forward quickly into Rhode Island what things do you work on and get just getting right back to work and staying positive has got to be the real key for getting ready for Wednesday night probably yeah just getting back in the gym and uh, getting shots up and coming to practice with a good mentality Sal, what are your thoughts on getting ready for Rhode Island now as you guys, uh, you know, you have to go through the, the routine and get everything going. You've had a day to get that one out of your system as you get ready for Wednesday night now. Yeah, like he said, um, a lot of getting in the gym, preparing, um, knowing the scouting report, knowing what they do well, and, and attacking them, coming, coming with our best foot forward. 
Guys, thanks. We appreciate it. I'm going to let you go and uh, see if you get ready to get your food. We appreciate you coming by. Good to visit with you, and we'll see you on uh, Wednesday night. Thanks for coming over. Appreciate it. It's uh, Jake Wojcik and Sal Caressi. We appreciate them. We're going to come back with Chris in just a minute, and we'll step aside for now. Thanks for joining us here at Glory Days Grill. Spider Sports Line here this evening on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN Richmond. At CarMax, you have the freedom to shop the way you want. Explore our vast selection of vehicles at your local store, either on your own or with one of our helpful sales associates, or visit CarMax.com and search our nationwide inventory from anywhere. It's the best of both worlds, like a cockapoo, part cocker spaniel, part poodle. And what's not to love about that? So visit CarMax or CarMax.com and experience the cockapoo of car buying. CarMax. Drive what's possible. You know their names. You know their uniform numbers. You probably even know their stats. Now get to know them. Richmond student-athletes tell their remarkable stories in their own words. It's Spider Voices. Check it out at spidervoices.com and on Spider's social media. Not many things scare me, kid. Vampires, werewolves, children, not one bit. But you know what does scare me? Downtime, inefficiency, scares the living daylights out of me. That's why I use Granger. They're America's number one source for industrial supplies. Plus, they've got the inventory management solutions that keep us running. So we've got uptime, we've got efficiency, we've got productivity. When it comes to keeping your facility running, Granger's got your back. Call or click Granger.com to see for yourself. Granger, for the ones who get it done. 24-7, 365. You're up and at them every day. So you don't want something like Medicare Part D to slow you down. At Walgreens, we'll take care of your Medicare Part D prescriptions, saving you time and money. Make the switch to Walgreens today and get more by earning 100 balance reward points and save up to $5 on each Medicare Part D prescription when Walgreens is your preferred pharmacy. Walgreens, trusted since 1901. Prescription savings applies to Tier 1 generics when you fill out a preferred versus a non-preferred pharmacy on select plans. Points can't be earned in New York, New Jersey, or Arkansas. Other restrictions and limitations apply. Long before online retailers started stuffing beds into boxes, the original Mattress Factory was shaking up the mattress industry. We raised the bar on quality with our hand-built American-made mattresses and sold them factory direct for a fraction of the cost of the mainstream brands. In an industry full of gimmicks and sketchy sales tactics, the original Mattress Factory has stayed true to what we've always been. Great beds, no bull. Stop by an original Mattress Factory store or visit OriginalMattress.com to see the OMF difference for yourself. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. Visit Glory Days Grill on the West End at Glen Eagles Shopping Center or on the South Side at Harborside Loop. Monday features a $5.99 burger night. Enjoy two tacos on Tuesday for $5.99. Come in for Rib Wednesday at $10.99. Nacho Thursday is a half order of nachos for $5.99. And don't forget Fish Fry Friday at $9.99. Glen Eagles is also featuring the men's basketball spider sports line with head coach Chris Mooney and player guests. Mondays at 5.30 during the season. Glory Days Grill, great food, good sports. For all things spiders, whether you're online, on your phone, or just on the go, it's richmondspiders.com. Scores, stats, standings, it's richmondspiders.com. Video highlights, audio play-by-play, and online ticketing for football and men's basketball, it's richmondspiders.com. Plus, exclusive content you won't get anywhere else, like the Spider Insight Podcast, Spider Voices, and game day info for Robin Stadium and the Robin Center. It's your home for your favorite team. It's richmondspiders.com. At Liberty University, we train champions for Christ. We don't just train exceptional CEOs, therapists, and pilots. We train exceptional professionals in hundreds of fields who want to impact the world for Christ. Learn how our students are following God's call and how you can train as a champion for Christ online or on campus at liberty.edu slash champions. Again, that's liberty.edu slash champions. Hey. I'm Andy. If you don't know me, it's probably because I'm not famous. But I did start a men's grooming company called Harry's. The idea for Harry's came out of a frustrating experience I had buying razor blades. Most brands were overpriced, overdesigned, and out of touch. At Harry's, our approach is simple. Here's our secret. We make sharp, durable blades and sell them at honest prices for as low as $2 each. We care about quality so much that we do some crazy things, like buy a world-class German blade factory. Obsessing over every detail means we're confident in offering a 100% quality guarantee. Millions of guys have already made the switch to Harry's, so thank you if you're one of them. And if you're not, we hope you give us a try with this special offer. Get a Harry starter set with a five-blade razor, weighted handle, shave gel, and a travel cover. All for just three bucks, plus free shipping. 
Just go to harrys.com and enter 8989 at checkout. That's harrys.com, code 8989. Enjoy! Big Mouth Buffet, all you can eat, one price. Sushi, steak, chicken, hibachi grill, seafood, Chinese food, desserts, and more. All you can eat, one price. Big Mouth Buffet, open every day, 4338 South Laburnum Avenue. This is the Spider Sports Line with head basketball coach Chris Mooney. Live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center on 99.5 and 1027 ESPN. And welcome back to Glory Days Grill here in Richmond's West End. Robert Fish in this evening. Bob Black is here uh, suffering a little laryngitis. Hopes to be ready to go by uh, Wednesday night, certainly, when the Spiders will host Rhode Island. Uh, the first home game since December the 19th, the last time the Spiders were at home. We thank you for joining us here at Glory Days Grill. Good crowd on hand tonight. And uh, we look forward, of course, now that we've gotten the holidays out of the way, we're going to be here for the rest of the season every Monday night. So we invite you to come out and join us. And Chris has come back and joined us here at the table. And, Coach, and I was thinking, and, and I think it was uh, maybe Jacob Gillier that made this point is un, until, and I know Georgetown was in D.C. at the, uh, is it the Verizon Center now or MCI Center or whichever phone company it's named after at this point, I forget. But uh, the, this might have been the first real, road game per se for you going into Dayton where it was a, a environment that was certainly not friendly obviously but for a young team like this it's really kind of the first road test for you in, in a lot of ways yeah I would say you know up up at Georgetown there wasn't there wasn't a great crowd to speak of obviously a a good team an extremely talented team to play against um, and at South Alabama I think more because it was over the holidays and there was a college football the college football playoff was that night that wasn't a, a great crowd either, and then you go to Dayton, and which is a, just a tremendous crowd and early arriving and plenty of people. So, it, you know, that was um, obviously it's a good experience for us, and you know we just didn't do nearly well enough. Um, but <clears throat> the the uh, you know we're 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 just we're 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 getting better, and we have young guys who can get better, and that's what we keep stressing to our guys. When you're when you're so, when you're this young, you can really improve. You know a a senior might be able to just touch up a couple things or avoid a mistake here or there, but a young guy can really, really improve tremendously. And, uh, you know, that's what we're really working on. And so much of our practices are around that concept is just making sure these guys get better and putting pressures on them, uh, you know, trying to make it even tougher than the game and those kinds of things uh, so they can get better. And, 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 and we are. And, you know, obviously the, the game at Dayton is is a really tough game and, um, you know, I remember last year, uh, VCU went out to Dayton. I think it was like a, you know, a 105 70 game or something like that. And I think VCU beat them in the conference tournament. And so, you know, th- this is <laughs> the kind of thing that happens during the course of a season. And, uh, you know, you want to try to limit it or, or not have it happen as, as, you know, or have it happen as infrequently as possible. Uh, but the most important thing is, and we talked about it coming out today with our head up and uh, chest out and, and ready to practice and get better because. You know, there's, you know, if you if you go out there and you compete and you try, there's 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 nothing to be embarrassed about. You know, that's not a that's not a good score. But the most important thing is how how we're going to do it. How we're going to get, you know, how we're going to play Wednesday. If we have a chance to play Dayton again, how we're going to do then. And uh, I think the guys had a good approach today, and I'm I'm confident that they'll they'll be good again tomorrow and Wednesday. And that takes us to the text line at six three eight nine five zero eight. Text from earlier in the show. Uh, you know, good victories over the holidays and the loss to Dayton uh, mixed in with that. Uh, looking to see how maybe you can improve on the, the shooting area, obviously, and also maybe on rebounding. Can the young team that you have uh, yeah. improve rebounding-wise? Those things can go hand-in-hand hand a little bit. Sure. You know, we've actually, we've actually uh, improved our rebounding uh, these last couple, of, last couple of weeks. I think we had out-rebounded our previous two or three opponents before yesterday. And, you know, it's going to be hard to out-rebound a team if you, if you miss uh, 80, you know, <laughs> 75% of your shots, that's really going to be tough. Um, but our, our shooting, you know, I, I, I can't imagine too many teams, you know, shoot more than we do. And, um, and and a lot of it is confidence. You know, guys who can, you know, guys who can shoot, you know, you, you know, our, our job is to put them in the best position possible, share the ball, move the ball, give them opportunities where they're comfortable shooting shots that they've made. 
Uh, and then their job is to practice as much as possible so that their technique and their confidence and their footwork and all those things go hand in hand. And um, You know, we have good shooters, and I, I told Woj, I think he shot 11 threes, and <clears throat> if anything, he should have taken 14 threes. Uh, you know, if, if he's open, he has to shoot the ball, and, you know, that's, that's a, a good play for us. Um, you know, and, and he takes the right ones, and, you know, he doesn't really have a tendency to force or anything like that. And just to be confident to step up and, and shoot the next one, and everybody's confident in him that they'll we'll throw him the ball and set the necessary screens and those kinds of things to make sure he's he has an opportunity. I was looking around at uh, some of the other results uh, from the weekend. One thing that struck me, I think, was uh, Old Dominion, the team you played earlier this year, had actually fallen behind in a game 21 to nothing at the beginning of the game and came back and won it. Wow. Uh, and that was, uh, you know, just recently over the weekend, and, and you know, you see something like that, and you think, wow, that's a, that's that, that's a hard accomplishment to, to dig yourself yeah. out of a hole like that when you that, fall into that hole. Yeah, but being at home helps. You know, I can remember our very first year, uh, Bob, I remember this game. We played Old Dominion here, and uh, Jim Miller was the athletic director at the time. He was out of town, and uh, we were up 17-0 against Old Dominion, and Jim had called in to see what the score of the game was, and somebody said it's 17-0, and he said, oh, my God, you know, because he assumed we were losing 17 nothing. And then uh, I think we got him in overtime, 46-45. Uh, but that was a really good Old Dominion team in, in, in our first year. And uh, But, yeah, th- th- I mean, that's college basketball. You know, that you, you won't see too many games that there aren't runs and different things happen and and for some reason you know a guy steps on the end line and the ball slips out of somebody's hand they, they seem to happen together and uh in in some kind of way that uh you know creates momentum for one team or another and uh, I, I think that's why really you just have to you know you have to you know everybody talks about the next play that that's the most important part because there's so much you know the most important part of the game you can't control whether you make the shot uh, and you just need to kind of play the next play and have your, uh, you know, be as uh, confident and prepared as possible to go on and play the next play. So you've got Rhode Island Wednesday, then you're at GW on Saturday. Uh, that that has become the GW series has, has been a pretty significant rivalry you know, yeah. over the years with some pretty incredible games. Uh, and I know you were asked about Rhode Island earlier. When you look at them, Obviously, they've got a different coach now. What do you see maybe that's different? They've got some same players, obviously. Yeah. Are they doing anything different? Are they doing the same things? What what kind of things do you see from that? Yeah, well, I would say that what, what they have, you know, they're very aggressive, uh, you know, very physical, very aggressive. Uh, you know, they really try to throw the ball inside, uh, even though, but yet their two best players are, are guards, uh, their two best scorers. But they really try to jam the ball inside and kind of overwhelm you on, on defense. You know, they'll... They'll try to pick you up, try to make things difficult for you as you're, as you're running your offense. Um, and so I think that has, had, that has remained the same for sure. And, you know, the guys they have who are, you know, uh, Russell and um, Doughton, who are really good guards, can put a lot of pressure on you. And uh, th- those big guys are aggressive and really want the ball. I mean, they're, they're, they're very good athletically. They really want the ball, and they really try to uh, demand the ball on the interior. Well, they lost to St. Louis 60-53 to on Sunday, and Russell apparently didn't play that game. He suffered a concussion in practice earlier in the week, so he's in concussion protocol. We don't know whether we would see him Wednesday or not. But. Yeah, we're anticipating that he will play. Sure. I think uh, Thursday to Wednesday would, would, you know, the way we would have it, would a guy would play. So we, we anticipate that he'll play, and, you know, he's a big boost to them. I think he averages about 14 points per game. He puts pressure on you because he loves to try to score. He's very, very aggressive, uh, and he's a hard guy to keep your body in front of. And they had a freshman come in. Uh, Martin scored 18 points and went 7 of 14 from the floor. So. Yeah, made four threes. He had, a, he had his best game of the year. All right, Chris, we'll see you Wednesday night. Thanks. We appreciate it. Thanks so much, Robert. That's uh, Spider head coach Chris Mooney here and our player guest, of course, with uh, Jake Wojcik, Sal Caressi. We thank all of you for coming out to Glory Days Grill. Great to have everybody out here this evening. Don't forget to uh, take care of your waiters and waitresses as you leave here this evening. Bob, hopefully we'll be back Wednesday for the TV, and we'll look forward to seeing you all on the radio if everything goes well. So for Matt Josephs, Mitchell Bradley, Bob Black, and the rest, Robert Fish, thanks so long for now. Thanks for joining us on the Spider Sports Line here on 99.5 FM and 9.50 AM ESPN Richmond, live from Glory Days Grill.
You've been listening to the Spider Sports Line with Coach Chris Mooney, live from Glory Days Grill in the Glen Eagle Shopping Center, 10466 Ridgefield Parkway. Tonight's show has been brought to you by CarMax, Virginia Birth Father Registry, Glory Days Grill, and Lux Chevrolet. Join us Monday nights from 530 to 630 throughout the college basketball season for the Spider Sports Line, a live presentation of the Spider IMG Sports Network and your home of the Spiders, ESPN Richmond. Two unbeatens, one championship. Can last year's hero, Tua Tungavailoa, lead Nick Saban past the Bear? Or will a stud freshman QB and a devastating defensive line mean two titles in three years for Dabo Sweeney? Alabama and Clemson, the CFP National Championship game presented by AT&T, next on ESPN Radio. Breaking three. This is Ross. Touchdown. Tungavailoa for the end zone. Caught. Touchdown. Alabama scores first. Touchdown. Clemson. 